0: Peter Parker's parents died in a plane crash when he was only five years old. Ever since then, he's been afraid of heights.
1: All right, the arriving formulas are stables it's going to get. Cartier systems okay, so the launcher. Even now, more than ten years
0: later, he lays awake some nights, wondering what his parents would have felt as they fell from the sky, back down to Earth, away from their son forever.
1: That's left is a field test, right? Come on. Come on. Come on.
0: Then his uncle Ben died too because Peter was selfish, because he was weak. Almost a year later, and he still hears the last thing Ben said to him whenever he closes his eyes.
2: With great power there must come great responsibility. Do you understand?
0: Peter is still very much afraid of heights, but he doesn't let that stop him. He pulls the red and black webbed mask over his head.
1: Let's do this!
0: And with that, he leaps over the edge into the night and falls towards the city below. The cold October air tears at his skin tight suit. His heart races to keep pace with his plummeting body and his strange sixth sense, his spider sense screams louder than one of his aunt's old metal albums.
1: This is either going to be a Darwin Award or a Nobel Prize. Come on, come on!
0: Peter throws out his arm, and with a quick double tap on the hidden palm trigger with his middle and index fingers, lets loose a strand of thin, grayish-white thread from the nozzle built into his glove.
1: Come on, come on, come on!
0: For a moment, he continues to fall. His head continues screaming at him, and he wants to apologize for leaving Aunt May behind. But then, his web line finds purchase, goes taut, and aided by his incredible strength, he swings through the city, high above the streets.
3: Hell yeah!
1: Hello, New York! Spider-Man 2.0 coming through.
0: It doesn't take him long. He fires a line, swings, fires, swings again. His spider sense guides him, helping him shift his weight Pick his targets without even looking it's not long before he can't help but laugh
1: this is awesome this is so awesome i'm awesome suck it flash thompson
0: his old webbing formula was good for ensnaring opponents snagging weapons and blocking getaways but with this new badge and this new deployment platform this traversal system will change the game for him
1: i wonder what other sort of alterations i can make to the formula Maybe adding more elasticity would help? I don't want to interfere with the tensile strength. I just...
0: He's interrupted by the receiver in his mask, currently tuned to monitor emergency frequencies.
1: All units, all units. High-speed pursuit on Weaver Avenue. Multiple civilian casualties. Shots fired at police. Subject using high-tech weaponry. Requesting immediate backup. All units, please respond. Showtime.
0: Preston's parents never thought he'd amount to much of anything, and maybe they were right. But as he pulls the trigger and watches a bolt of crackling blue energy punch a hole through the front of the nearest police cruiser, in that moment, he feels like somebody.
4: Yeah! Eat it, pigs!
0: He leans back inside the speeding sedan, high-fiving Len beside him.
4: That was fucking awesome! They can't touch us, man. This tech's gonna make us fucking unstoppable!
0: From the rearview mirror, Marco regards his two cohorts. You better hope so, cause we get
4: caught we're fucked.
2: A lot of people died on the way out of that bank.
0: Preston pats one of the duffel bags beside him.
4: Yeah, well, fuck them. If a few people gotta die so I can get a fucking roof over my head that don't leak, I don't give a shit. So me.
5: This all is good for more than a roof, man. God damn.
4: Yeah, uh, you said it gonna take Mama to Maui and then never work again.
2: Don't start spending it yet, Chucklebucks. We've got more coming up on us.
4: Do your fucking jobs. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man.
0: Preston leans from the window again, aiming carefully at one of the pursuing cruisers. There certainly are a lot of them now.
4: Think this is what they call a target-rich environment, huh?
0: He lets loose another blast from the high-tech rifle and watches as the blue energy beam annihilates its target this time causing a massive explosion, sending more cars careening off the course, causing a chain reaction of mayhem along Lieber Avenue.
4: Fucking thank you, Tony Stark!
0: He kisses the frame of the rifle, laughing maniacally.
4: My new favorite rich douchebag!
0: Again, he ducks back into the car, turning to Lynn.
4: Get low on juice, bro. (sighs) Give me another charge pack, come on! Careful, you idiot! We use these up, we're shit out of luck! Mason had hard enough time getting rid of stocks
2: tracking measures. I don't want to pay that kind of money again.
1: Man, money's never going to be a problem again. A couple more jobs like these, we can build our own fucking Iron Man suits, man. We're golden.
4: I like the way you think, Len. Pop off a few with these idiots while I reload. Marco, keep your killjoy eyes on the fucking road. What the fuck was that?
0: Len leans his head out the window, looking up, only to find...
4: Hi there.
1: Uh, What the fuck? I noticed a number of traffic violations back there. Not to mention all the wanton slaughter. Tisk, tisk. Gonna have to give you a little more than a ticket, I'm afraid.
2: Guys, it's a spider freak!
1: Oh, look at the mouth
0: on you, huh? A thick blob of webbing splats across Lin's face, muffling his furious screams. Then there comes a second web blast, and Lin's fancy gun is pinned uselessly against his body as he's completely ensnared in a soft but sturdy cocoon, one that smells vaguely of chemicals. Much better. Hey, guys, how you doing? Any chance we could just pull this car over and... Without another word, having finished slamming in a new charge pack, readying his stolen weapon, Preston fires straight through the roof of the car. Yowza! Spider-Man's quick footwork keeps him one step ahead of danger as Preston fires again and again missing the hero each time, but certainly making short work of the roof.
1: That's one way to get yourself a convertible, I guess.
0: Len makes a terrified squeal of frustration against his web gag as he realizes that Spider-Man, having lost his perch on the roof, is now sticking to the door of the car by his feet and sitting up with his hands behind his head while the car speeds along as though he's reclining on air.
1: What the fuck are you? Personally, I'd like to think I'm amazing, but I've been told that's a little too braggadocious. So, between you and me, let's just go with spectacular.
0: Preston tries to bring the Stark gun to bear, but in an instant, he's flying. No, scratch that. He's tumbling, ass over end, through the night air, until a building facade some three stories up brings him to a stop with bone-shattering and more weapons pins him in place. As he fights to clear his head, to process how all this went so wrong so fast, he sees Len, likewise pinned now, across the street from him.
1: It'll be fine, it dissolves in two hours, just hang tight.
0: Preston thinks now that maybe his parents were right after
1: all. What about you? Think we've had enough fun for one night? Fuck you, Spider-Man. I ain't going back to jail. I appreciate you got my name right, mostly, but I can hear the lack of a hyphen. It really bothers me.
0: His spider sense is all that saves him as Marco pulls a weapon free from under the dashboard, letting loose a volley of more blue energy, this time in a vicious, rapid burst. Road? Coming out of his dodge, Spider-Man vaults free of his perch, climbing into the seat beside Marco in the ruined car.
1: If you can't play nicely with your toys, I'm gonna have to take them away from you.
0: With preternatural speed, Spider-Man reaches out and crushes the weapon in Marco's hand, rendering it useless.
1: Look, man. I had to try. Yeah, yeah, I know. You wanna join your friends as a building decoration, or are we gonna pull over now?
0: Minutes later... The police catch up to the scene, no longer impeded by weapons fire. Marco is waiting for them in what remains of the sedan, his hands seemingly webbed to the steering wheel with a hastily scribbled note pinned between them. Just take me to jail, man. I'm fucking done. The note simply reads, Courtesy, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
4: Now it comes down to ethics. If we have the ability to do something, in the lab, out in the world, wherever, does that mean that we should?
0: Peter tried to stay awake, but last night's adventures as Spider-Man are taking their toll. Intellectually, he knows he should take better care of himself. Spider powers or no, these late nights aren't good for him.
4: Every great discovery holds the potential to send the world down a different path. The choices we make as scientists, what we pursue, what we ultimately do with what we find in our ceaseless quest for knowledge, these considerations are part of what it means to be responsible.
0: Now, Peter tumbles through a dream, a nightmare. In it, the man runs past him and he hears himself say the words.
1: Not my problem.
0: Followed by the shots and the screams.
6: No! Hey, Peter, come on, wake up!
0: He jolts awake, bleary eyed. He's back in the present, feels Gwen Stacy's hand on his arm. He gives
1: her a smile.
4: Mr. Parker, glad to see you back in the land of the living! <laughs>
1: Sorry, uh, sorry, Mr. O'Mara.
4: I realize you could probably teach this class, Peter, but, uh, humor me a little, yeah? Sorry. No time for sorry, Mr. Parker, only answers. Think fast. Chemical equilibrium, what is it? Uh, uh, the... it's when
1: all elements of a mixture can't... er, change anymore over time? So we can't... perceive further changes in the system?
4: Yes, right. Good job. Glad to see you're still with us. There's papers to do on Friday, folks. Get it done. I believe in you.
6: You've got to stop passing out like that. Not everyone's quite as forgiving as Mr. O'Mara.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah.
6: I'm worried about you.
1: I know. I'm sorry. I've, I've got it handled. Don't worry. It's just, it's a lot since Uncle Ben. I know. I get it. Come on, we don't want to be late. As Peter
0: and Gwen make their way out the door for their next class, Mr. O'Mara calls
4: out. Hey, Peter. Got a minute? Oh,
1: yeah, sure. I, yeah. I'll wait for you. Thanks. Peter
0: shifts uncomfortably on the balls of his feet. Ever since the spider changed his life forever, he finds it harder than ever to sit still, especially when he's nervous.
4: Relax. You're not in trouble, Peter. I'm just... I'm concerned. What about? Come on, man. about you? There's a lot of that going around. Miss Stacy, I heard. You two are pretty close, huh?
0: If he wanted to, he could just jump out the window right now and web swing far away from this conversation except his web shooters are in his bag.
1: Gwen's cool. She's... Well, she's one of the only people whose eyes don't glaze over whenever I start talking, so...
4: People could do with being better listeners. The world would be a better place. Just so you know, anything's bothering you, Peter. If if you're having trouble at home...
1: No, no, no. I... Everything's fine, really. I just... My uncle died recently so my aunt and I, we're just... we're figuring our lives out all over again, I guess.
4: I'm sorry for your loss.
1: Yeah, I... thanks, Mr. O'Meara.
4: All right, listen, my door's open, that's all. Go on, get to your next class. If anyone gives you or Miss Stacy crap for being late, tell them to yell at me.
1: Thanks.
0: Peter hurries off. As he slips out the door, Mr. O'Meara contemplates the classroom window.
4: Skyline looks so different here. Still can't quite get used to it.
0: Peter steps out into the hall and finds Gwen waiting for him there with a disapproving look.
1: He just wanted to-
6: uh... He was worried about you, huh?
1: I plead the fifth.
6: Peter, come on. This is what I mean. English lit is one thing. But I can't remember the last time we were in a chem class where you weren't paying rapt attention.
1: Everything's fine, Gwen. Just, I've got to get my equilibrium back. That's... I'm working things out. It'll be okay. I swear.
5: Ah, shoot. Now we're late. What's this? Do my eyes deceive me or do I spy two troublemakers cutting class? (gasps) Harry Osborne, I blame you for this. Guilty, probably. What'd I do? You're a bad
6: influence on him.
5: I don't disagree. I'm, you know, standing right here. Come on, you hardened criminals. Let's walk while you judge. How's it going, Harry? How's it going? That's... well, Pete, that's a good question. See, I'm not doing well at all.
1: Oh, here it comes. Harry... Listen...
5: My two best friends, nay, my guests of honor, have yet to RSVP to the grandest of all parties in the tri-state area. My party.
1: Harry, the dude, we love you. It's just... we're not... What? Party people?
6: He means popular.
1: I mean Popular.
6: He means if we show up, they will throw red solo cups filled with horrible things in our faces.
1: And we'll end up all over the timeline.
5: No, thank you.
1: What she said.
5: Guys, okay, look. First of all, people don't hate you that.
1: Harry trails off,
0: wilting under the looks they're giving him.
5: Well, how else are you supposed to meet my girlfriend? Oh, God, not again. I'm serious!
1: This is the one who doesn't go here?
5: I know how that sounds. (laughs) And people say that we're socially inept.
1: Wait, they... they do?
0: For a moment, the group stops mid-stride.
1: I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
5: Listen, listen, Pete! You've had... you've had a horrible year. An unimaginably shitty, fucked-up year, okay? And I... I want to make it better. Oh, I... Harry, Come to my party, all right? Let me do this for you, for both of you. It's going to be a truly unforgettable night. If anyone tries to get in the way of that for either one of you, I'll make them regret it.
6: Wow. That's surprisingly sincere,
1: Mr. Osborne.
5: I have my moments. What can I say? You two are the only family I've got left.
1: Hey, there's always your dad. Oh,
5: God, don't remind me.
0: Adrian Tombs had been in love before. When he first met Cheryl, his heart grew wings. Then Valeria was born, and that heart soared to all new, incredible heights. This, this isn't like that. Nothing ever could be.
2: (laughs) Jenkins! Jenkins, do you see me? (laughs) Do you see me?
0: But it's damn close.
2: It's so... Beautiful up here.
5: For the tenth time today. Yes, I see you, boss.
2: (laughs) Learn to enjoy what you do, Jenkins. It's what'll keep you young.
5: Whatever you say, old man. (laughs) That's the spirit.
0: The middle-aged engineer banks on the wind, twisting, spreading his arms, his wings wide. The Icarus flight suit thrums pleasantly against his body, responding to his needs as he cuts through the air with ease.
5: Just watch your uptime, alright, boss? You know that control crown is gonna. If the control crown
2: scrambles my brain, Jenkins, I promise I'll be sure to kill you
5: last. <laughs> That's very comforting, sir.
0: Toombs takes the suit to its limits, pushing himself higher into the air, feeling the sun against him. More than anything, he wishes that his girls could see this.
2: Oh, shit. Jenkins? What is it, son? What's wrong?
3: Big man's here,
2: sir. Of course he is. I'll be right down.
0: There's a ringing in Adrian's ears. It hasn't been there since he lost Cheryl. Lost Valeria. Jenkins? Sir?
2: No one looks big from up here. No one.
0: As Adrian makes his way back down to Earth, he notices that it's not just his employer arriving on site, but a whole caravan blacked-out, unmarked SUVs. His heart begins to plummet down to the ground, far ahead of him. Sure enough, as he makes his final approach, there on the tarmac, is Norman Osborn.
3: An impressive
0: display, Mr. Toombs. Very impressive indeed. Adrian tries not to let the fact that Osborne is flanked by two gigantic men in dark suits carrying massive laser rifles drive him further into a panic. Uh,
2: Thank you, Mr. Osborne, but uh, I have to ask, what's all this? We weren't expecting you for another month.
3: Business, Mr. Toombs, that's all it ever is, is business. I have to follow the money, or the lack of it as the case may be.
0: The ringing in Adrian's ears grows louder
3: still.
2: Mr. Osborne? Sir?
3: I was told that Project Icarus would be completed eight months ago. Sir, if I may... I'm not speaking to you, son. I'm speaking to the Project Lead.
0: Osborne smiles
3: and shakes his head ruefully. My mistake? The former Project Lead.
2: For- what, Why? Sir, sir, please... You, you, you don't understand. What
3: don't I understand, Mr. Toombs? The concept of linear time, the lack of results. I gave you a deadline. If you can't meet project targets that I set for you, then you're of no use to me.
2: Uh, th- th- please, sir. We have, uh, uh, as you saw, a perfectly working prototype. We do. Uh- It's just the the, the control crown. Now, it's not not exactly... Yes,
3: yes, I'm aware of the issues with the control crown tombs. Let me explain something to you. And I want you to hear this. I despise people who make excuses. You've had the better part of an extra year to work out the kinks. If your prototype is still driving pilots insane, then it's not perfectly working, is it?
2: We, 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 yes, the, the, the neural control system is, is still... It, it's very new technology, Mr. Osborne. Now, we're trying our best, but... Save
3: your sob story for the unemployment line, Mr. Toombs. These men are here to escort you off the premises. After they relieve you of my property, of course. No! No!
2: No! 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 I, I worked so hard on this, Mr. Osborne. Please, you can't take these wings away from me. Please, Th- this this project is, is 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 all I have. Then
3: I suppose that now you don't have much of anything at all, Mr. Toomes.
2: Gentlemen, I'll get you for this, Osborne.
3: <laughs> I promise you. Better men have tried.
1: Aunt May? I'm home.
0: May Parker looks up as her nephew enters the house and hurriedly shuts her laptop.
1: Hey, hon. How was school? Um, it was fine. What's wrong?
7: Nothing's wrong. Wait, what the hell? What? Your face, Peter. Where the hell did you get that bruise?
1: Peter isn't
0: quite ready to tell her that he misjudged the angle of a web swing and slammed his face into the corner of a building on his way home from stopping two muggings and an armored car robbery. It's been a chaotic enough day already.
1: I fell?
7: Peter, you're a terrible liar.
1: I think I get that from you.
7: Don't you start with me, kiddo.
1: Hey, so, talking about lying? Peter! What's bothering you? May tries on a scowl,
0: but of course she can't hold it. Not for her boy. He's too much like Ben. Too much like Richard, too.
7: It's just stuff with the bank, kid. Don't worry.
1: Oh, no, Aunt May. How much do we need? Peter, no. No, look, I've, I've got some camera equipment I haven't even touched since, you know, since then. Let me just throw it on the Internet, and I'll-
7: Peter, no. Keep your things, please.
0: She heaves a long, tired sigh. In that moment, in the light of the afternoon, with a cigarette slowly burning between her fingers, she seems far older than her years.
7: We were able to give you so little. It would break your uncle's heart if he heard you talk about giving away your prized possessions like that.
1: Hey, selling. Not giving anything away. I have to help- No.
7: Peter, no. You don't.
0: She stubs out the cigarette. Peter can see her gathering herself.
7: You listen to me, kiddo. Not everything is yours to fix, all right? You have one job. Finish high school and be a kid.
1: That's two jobs, Aunt May.
7: Ah, hell, I guess it is. (laughs) But please, trust me, Peter. I've got it handled. Everything will be okay.
0: Peter shifts on his feet, fights down the lump in his throat. How is it possible that even now, As he finds himself able to lift Sedan's one-handed, he has to fight back tears when he thinks of everything this woman has given
1: up for him. You've given me so much, you and Uncle Ben. More than enough. Don't ever think any different, all right?
0: She pulls him into a hug.
1: So, about your face. Aunt May.
7: How's the other guy looking?
1: I told you, I fell.
7: Oh, sure you did.
1: Scout's honor. Hey, Harry invited Gwen and I to a party this weekend. Really? Yeah, I know. Really? Okay, so you don't, you know, have to lay it on quite so thick.
7: Really? Okay, um, hey. (laughs) Good for you, Peter. That's great.
1: You're not gonna tell me no?
7: Are you... Going to get some girl pregnant?
1: What? No! I've never even... I... No, of course not!
7: You gonna get hopped up on drugs and uh, end up on the 6 o'clock news?
1: Absolutely not.
7: No, of course not. Because you are a good, smart, wonderful boy. And I love you and I trust you. So go, have a good time. But be back by 11, Peter. That's the one rule. Understood?
1: Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Eleven o'clock. No later.
7: Good man.
0: Peter gives her a smile and starts heading for his room.
7: I'm proud of you. Huh? What for? For, you know, coming out of your shell a little. I know how hard this year has been. (laughs) Lord knows it's been hard on me, too. But you're moving forward.
1: Forward. Hell yeah.
7: Hell yeah. Now, go, go do your homework or something. I'm going to get us a pizza.
0: For Adrian, the ringing hasn't stopped. When he closes his eyes, sometimes he sees Cheryl with tears in her own. The night she took Valeria and ran. Clutching at her face while he screamed at her like a damned fool for not believing in him.
2: God damn you, Osborne.
0: Other times, he'll see Norman Osborne smirking at him, looking down on him, telling him that Valeria was right all along.
2: I told you you wouldn't get away with this.
0: He pushes past the ringing all the same. He has to finish this. He cannot be left stranded on the ground with nothing, with no one. He can't bear it. He's come too far. He has to prove it to her. To himself.
2: <laughs> You're not as smart as you think, Osborne. <laughs> Did you think you had the only Icarus prototype?
0: It's true, the Icarus control crown is imperfect. The neural tech for controlling the flight suit is at least another year from what Tombs would deem truly safe operation. Prolonged use is almost certain to produce extreme mental instability. But he's fine so far, he reasons. If anything, he's thinking more clearly than he has in years.
2: Just a few more alterations, Osborne. Then we'll see which one of us is truly left with nothing.
0: Harry Osborne is a man of his word. Within five minutes of entering the penthouse, both Peter and Gwen are certain this is a night they will never forget. As much as they would probably
1: like to.
5: I think we're in hell.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right.
5: Pete! Gwen! Hey!
1: You came! Ah, oh, you guys find your way up alright? Your doorman made a funny face, but
5: that was about it. Leo? Sorry about that. I'll be sure to fire him immediately. Harry! Kidding, kidding. I'm not my dad. Jeez. Oh, hey, MJ! What's an MJ? Pretty
7: sure it's a hot redhead.
1: What?
6: What's shaking, party people?
0: The girl sliding up to Harry now is practically made of legs. She's wearing the shortest black dress that Peter's ever seen in his life. Her pale skin is positively luminous. Her long red hair threatens to set the whole room on fire, and her eyes are a shade of green he wasn't even sure existed before now. When she smiles at him, he feels his heart stop.
5: Oh, look! He's human after all. This is Mary Jane Watson, the girl I've been telling you guys about. Mary Jane, this is Peter Parker, and this is Gwen Stacy. (laughs) Um, hi. Hello.
6: (laughs) Hi there. Friends call me MJ. Would you like to be friends?
1: Absolutely. Yes.
6: Hi, Mary Jane. Harry hasn't told us a whole lot about you.
5: Oh? (laughs) 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 Ah, Gwen. Gwen her jokes. What? No, babe, of course I... Well, you know, I was trying to preserve some mystery, you know? MJ
0: shrugs it off, giving Gwen a slow wink and a nod.
6: Watch out for this one, Harry. She's dangerous. Goddamn right.
0: Peter is already contemplating scurrying away into the nearest vent. And then things somehow get even worse.
4: Osborne! Oh,
5: shit.
6: Oof. That's a mood killer on legs if I've ever seen one.
0: The boy stalking his way over to them, pushing through the partygoers, is short, stocky, with close-cropped blonde hair and a seemingly permanent grimace on his face. Peter's spider sense starts gnawing at the back of his brain. Low intensity, but very consistent.
5: Hello, Eddie. How'd you get in here? I don't remember inviting you. Stop avoiding me, you fucking asshole. You owe me some answers. You've got your answers, Eddie. My dad makes Genghis Khan look like a kitten, but it's got nothing to do with me. I told you, rich boy, I want to know what the fuck my mom was working on. I told you I don't have that kind of access. Jesus, man, are we really going to do this here? You wouldn't return my fucking calls. Yeah, and you still didn't get the message.
0: The other boy, Eddie, his nostrils flare. Peter tenses up as his spider sense becomes more insistent an electrical charge crackling away just under his skin. But just as the tension seems about to burst, Eddie blinks, seemingly deflates before their eyes. Eddie wipes at his mouth, taking a step back.
1: You're going to tell me one day, Osborne,
0: your family isn't going to keep getting away with this shit.
5: Listen, Eddie, I've been hearing that my whole life. You'll have to get in line, all right? Now, please, either have yourself a drink, and settle down. Or get out of here. Oh, I'm going. The stench of rich entitled douchebag is really starting to get to me.
4: But this isn't over, Osborne. Not by a long shot.
0: Eddie fades back from the group, disappearing into the crowd like a shadow. Most of the partiers seem not to have even noticed. Truthfully, it hasn't even been the first fight of the evening.
5: Jesus Christ... Sorry about that.
6: You okay, Harry?
5: Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Who was that? Eddie Brock. His, his mother worked for my dad. There was an accident in one of the labs. It was a real shitty day for all of us.
6: And he thinks you know what happened to his mother.
5: He does. Or at least he thinks I can find out. <laughs> Imagine my dad telling me anything. Damn it! <sighs> Why don't you all make your way to the deck? Hell of a view of the city. We'll catch up there. I just need to find whoever let him in and uh, fire them. For real. This time.
0: He stalks off without another word. MJ holds up a hand, perhaps to try and stop him. But he's already off in his own world, storming through the crowd.
1: Gwen? What about you? Are you okay? Gwen nods
0: rubbing at her shoulders.
6: That guy creaked me out. You two go ahead. I'll... I'll catch up with you in a minute. Just gotta run to the ladies' room. Do You want some company? No.
0: She hurries off, leaving Peter and MJ alone.
6: She won't even go to the bathroom with me? Scandalous. She really doesn't like me much at all.
5: Oh, that's...
1: Gwen's one of the nicest people, I swear. She's just... It's.
0: He shifts uncomfortably again, unconsciously looking for an exit.
6: <laughs> Let's head for the deck, Pete. You look like you could use some fresh air.
0: Oh, God, yes.
6: <laughs> Come on, then.
0: They head out onto the deck. Most of the revelry is still contained inside, with just a few people drinking, chatting, or trying to suck each other's tonsils out, while the city carries on far below them all.
6: It's better out here, right? How'd you know? I've... got a pretty good sense of people. Comes with being an actress.
1: Wait, you act? That's awesome!
6: Okay, see, I like you already. Because you're not only cute, but you didn't roll your eyes when I said that. Yes. Or, at least, you know, I'm trying to be.
0: Peter does his best to ignore the rising temperature in his cheeks.
1: Have I... seen you in anything?
6: See? (laughs) You're sweet. No, not yet. Probably anyway. Mostly community theater stuff. Right now, I'm just a girl with a dream.
1: Well, there's... hey, there's nothing wrong with that.
6: That's what I'm saying. That's how I met Harry, actually.
0: What do you mean? MJ waves her hand, dismissively.
6: Oh, he... (laughs) It's no big deal. He had this idea about wanting to produce the next indie sensation. Thought he'd be the next Stephen Grant for a while
1: there. Oh, that's weird. He never said anything about that, uh... Me? Oh, wait. I... I mean...
6: (laughs) Don't judge him too harshly. He's a good guy. Or at least he's better than most of the ones I've known. He's just... well... He's his father's son. And it wasn't the worst thing anyone's come up with to try to get into my pants.
1: I... I'm sorry. Did it... work? Did you guys...
6: Oh, Petey. I knew we doing so well.
1: Sorry. 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 I'm... crap. I'm no good at this stuff.
6: No, but that's perfectly okay. There are all sorts of ways to be amazing, Mr. Parker. Tell me, what's your secret?
1: I'm terrified of heights?
6: (laughs) And you're out here with me anyway. I'm flattered.
1: What about you? What's yours?
6: My secret?
1: MJ moves up
0: to him, pulls Peter closer to her, and whispers in his ear, Her hair tickles his skin, and he's all but positive that his heart will literally burst out of him.
6: My secret is that I am high as
0: shit right now. They separate, they look at one another, and then they burst out laughing.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge me. You should try it sometime.
1: Sorry, not my thing. My Aunt May would kill me Or Gwen would. Gwen would absolutely kick my. My
6: ears were burning.
1: They
0: turn as Harry and Gwen move up to join them. Harry seems embarrassed, and Gwen is wearing a look that Peter hasn't ever seen on her face before. All he knows is that he wishes it were directed anywhere else.
6: Harry, your friend's a square.
5: Ah, this is very true. It's terminal. I'm afraid there's no hope for him.
6: That's quite all right. I think he's perfect the way he is.
5: I... thanks, MJ.
6: See? Look at you. Making friends.
1: Gwen, I...
3: What the hell? What... what is that thing?
5: Everyone... everyone get back inside, now! Harry Osborne!
0: Even before he got his powers, Peter had seen his fair share of crazy people in costumes. There were plenty of them all over the news, almost 24-7. But now, as a man in a sleek green and black bodysuit held aloft by massive metallic wings comes soaring at them, as his spider-sense screams in time with the sound of the attacker's apparatus, he feels a new type of fear leaping up into his throat.
1: Harry, look out!
0: Secret identity be damned. He moves for Harry, hurtling forward. He can get him to safety if he just... You're
2: coming with me, boy! No, 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 please, no!
0: He took too long. That moment of indecision may have cost Harry everything. The attacker snares Harry by the shirt with what appears to be razor-sharp blades at the end of his boots.
1: Oh, man, Talents... Those are supposed to be towns. Holy crap.
6: Hurry! No! Let him go, asshole! Oh,
2: kids today. Got quite a mouth on you, huh?
5: No! Leave her alone! Leave her the fuck alone, you crazy old man! Put me down!
2: (laughs) I'd choose your words more carefully if I were you, young Osborne.
0: The winged assailant rises up higher into the air. Too high. Taking Harry with him
2: one of you hormonal malcontents had better let this boy's father know that if he doesn't want his son to become little more than street art, he'd best wait for my call. Till then, Junior and I are going on a little flight.
0: (laughs) For his part, Harry's struggling fanatically, but the attacker is holding fast. They're climbing higher still, and soon, they'll reach a point where letting this kook drop him is not going to be very good for his health.
2: My name is Adrian Toon, son. Formerly of OzCorp Aeronautics Division. Until your father threw me away, like every other damn thing in his stolen kingdom. Now, you can call me the Vulture.
1: Okay, but, serious question, do I have to? What? Yoink! It's a
0: new personal record for Peter. With everyone else looking up at the mounting spectacle in the air, it made for the perfect opportunity for him to jump off the far edge of the roof. He scurried around the back of the penthouse, running along the glass, stripping out of his civilian attire on the go, webbing the clothes to the building before pulling on his gloves and his mask. Just over half a minute from point A to B. And thankfully... This vulture seems to be a talker. Probably why he's so caught off guard when Spider-Man comes hurtling out of left field, tackling his prey right out from under him, and bringing him safely back down to the deck in one fluid motion.
2: No, no! Give him back! I need him!
1: Yeah, well, you can't have him. Finders, keepers, and all that. Sorry, man. I don't make the rules. Talk to your congressman. Give him back! I'll kill you! Oh, hey, look at that. We're back in familiar territory. The vulture screams
0: like a wounded animal, rising up, flying back, and banking around,
1: preparing for another deadly lunge. Spider-Man? The one and only blue eyes. I... I didn't think you were real. I'll try not to take that personally. Ladies, take the pretty boy here, and run, 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 run! I'll keep Big Bird occupied.
6: Wait! Wait! Where's Peter?
1: I'll make sure everyone's safe. Go! Go now!
0: The girls hurry off with Harry in tow. Just in time, too, as Toom swipes at the space where they were just a
1: moment ago with
0: his talons.
2: Ah! Damn you, you wretched insect!
1: Ouch, okay, that hurts. I know you said you were in aeronautics, not entomology, but spiders are not insects. And I really feel like you should know that already. Do you ever shut up? Honestly, no, not if I can help it.
0: Norman Osborn watches the fight between Spider-Man and the Vulture tombs on one of his private feeds, stroking his chin. The truth is, he finds himself more amused now than he has in quite some time.
6: Mr. Osborn, sir?
0: What
3: is it, Desiree?
6: Are you aware of the situation at your East End penthouse, sir?
3: Of course. I'm watching it right now. Spider-Man, imagine that.
6: What would you like me to do, sir?
3: Hmm. Dispatch a retrieval team to the scene. Have them standing by. I want my property recovered as cleanly as possible.
6: And what about your son?
3: What about him? Sir? That'll be all, Desiree. Get it done. Osborne turns off the intercom
0: and turns his attention back to the screen. To his surprise, he finds a laugh bubbling up from inside of him.
3: (laughs) Spider-Man, imagine. Oh well, hopefully they'll kill one another off. We shall see, won't we?
0: While Osborne watches, unknown to either combatant, Spider-Man and the Vulture continue their deadly duel high above the city.
2: If you just let me take the Osborne boy, this has nothing to do with you!
0: Spider-Man dodges another lunge from the vulture, as this time, he tries to rake the young superhero with the same cruel makeshift talents he used on Harry.
1: You know, I really can't though. I've got this mantra in my head. Power, responsibility, it's a whole thing. Sorry. Oh,
2: I know all... Too much about being controlled by the things in your head, Spider-Man.
1: If that's true, then let me help you, man. It's not too late. No one's been hurt, much less killed. Let's just chill out, share a smoothie, talk about how capitalism and corporate greed are turning us all into supervillains day by day, etc., etc. We can be pals. You're probably still going to need to go to jail for a bit, but man, we can work on that.
2: No, I don't think so. What I want, what I need, is Osborne.
0: The vulture gives a sudden whirl, flinging out one of his wings. Spider-Man's spider sense goes off with the force of a rushing ambulance, and he sends himself hurtling to the side, narrowly avoiding the ensuing rain of razor sharp projectiles.
1: Oh, hey, that's new. <laughs> like
2: them? Seems you can teach an old dog new tricks after
0: all! Spider-Man dodges round after round of the Vulture's new weapons, quickly realizing that he has no other recourse.
1: Alright, here goes nothing.
0: As the Vulture banks for him again, going for another slicing attack, Spider-Man pounces and lands himself on the Vulture's back. They fly forward, fly up. The ground falls further away from them, and the vulture looks honestly
1: shocked.
2: What the hell? What do you think you're doing?
1: Flying first class. What does it look like?
2: Oh, so you want to fly, do you?
1: Okay, so, no, not actually, no, I... Well then,
2: buckle your goddamn seatbelt, Spider-Man!
1: Oh, crap. Breaking out into
0: vindictive (laughs) laughter, the vulture tears into the sky, dragging Spider-Man along with him. The winds do their best to tear Vulture's passenger free, but he manages to hold fast.
1: You know, I'm still trying to figure out how you're managing to achieve flight, Vulture.
2: I'm a brilliant engineer, son. Some might even say a genius.
1: I'll bet. I don't see any means of propulsion, and you're able to hover in place, so I'm betting some sort of process for absorbing and redirecting kinetic energy in the air? Dispersing it through your wings? anything that's a neural control system you've got in that garish little headpiece of yours so you can make subconscious micro adjustments while you're on the go without the need for a control panel or anything like that
2: who are you under there
1: honestly just a really big nerd i just wanted to tell you how much i admire your work before i do this
3: what
0: without another word Spider-Man reaches down, gripping both of Vulture's wings where they meet the harness on his back, and shreds them, tearing free massive chunks of metal, plastic, and circuitry.
1: No! Proportional strength of a spider, baby! Don't leave home without it!
0: As they plummet to Earth at incredible speeds, the Vulture starts to scream, clawing at
7: Spider-Man.
2: No, 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 you don't understand, you miserable fool! He has to pay! Don't you understand? He has to pay. But you've gone, and you've ruined it now! You ruined it!
0: Spider-Man wraps his legs tightly around the vulture, and throws out a series of web lines, snaring nearby buildings as their descent continues, carefully slowing their fall until, just two stories above street level, they come to rest and he cocoons the thrashing vulture against a nearby wall. Sirens are already looming
1: in the distance. Okay, now that that's over, anyone got an airsick bag handy or no? All right, I'll just hold it in then, shall I? Because that's what heroes do.
2: Oh, you prattling pipsqueak, you miserable meddling moron. You think you're the hero here? I mean,
1: yeah, but your command of alliteration is equally heroic, Vulture. I've gotta give credit where it's due. Osborne,
2: Osborne is the real villain. You'll see,
1: someday, they'll all see. Maybe so, Vulture, but I've gotta tell you, it doesn't look like today's gonna be that day.
0: And with the Vulture subdued, he makes his exit. Spider-Man may have saved the day, But Peter Parker has a whole lot of explaining to do.
6: I don't understand, Peter. Where the hell did you go?
1: I just, I was trying to help, but then I got swept up in the crowd and I swear I thought I was going to be trampled did my best to make it back to you guys, but all hell was breaking loose. Security was trying to lock everything down. Sorry I couldn't be more help.
0: Harry Osborne steps in, giving his best friend a great big hug.
5: Man, I don't even care. I'm just happy to see you again. I thought I was gonna die. I take back all the crap I ever gave Flash for his weird obsession. Spider-Man is real... And he fucking rocks! Hey, Petey.
1: Yeah, MJ?
6: Thanks. For, you know, everything you did.
1: I... Yeah, well, you know, it wasn't much. I tried. I just...
6: I'm sure you were a big help.
1: She runs
0: up and gives him a fierce and sudden hug. And for the second time that night, she whispers in his ear. Nice call. Peter's brain almost shuts off. He feels his knees start to shake.
1: Did she just... I... Wait. What did you just...
0: As she pulls away, gives him another one of her long, slow winks. Gwen clears her throat rather loudly.
1: Hey, Peter? When were we supposed to be home? Huh? What are you... Oh, God, wait. Is that the time? Oh, no, I... I've got to go. Come on, Gwen.
6: That's what I thought. Come on, let's see how fast we can get a cab in all this mess. I think a flying supervillain attack is good enough excuse for being late, but I'll back you up just in case. Nice meeting you, Gwen. Sure. Bye, Pete. We'll talk, okay?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: Peter's still trying to process everything while Gwen practically drags him away. As they're leaving, Harry calls out to them.
5: I mean, hey, I did promise you tonight would be memorable, didn't I? I think I delivered.
0: It's the end of a very long night, the dawning of a whole new day. Norman Osborne stands on the edge of Oscorp Tower, Looking down over the city he sees as his by right.
3: Truly, it's a beautiful sight to behold, wouldn't you agree, Adrian?
0: Behind him, two heavily armed security guards muscle forward a captive Adrian Tombs, struggling fruitlessly against the stronger, younger men. Without his flight suit, he's powerless to stop them.
2: I'm not going to beg, Osborne.
3: No, no, of course not. A man like you, why would you? No, you wouldn't want to give me the satisfaction.
0: Trailing behind the guards and tombs, standing awkwardly with her tablet in
3: hand, is Desiree.
6: Sir, do I... Uh, do I really need to be here for this?
3: Unquestionably, my dear. Now, Adrian, you wanted to fly so badly. Allow me to oblige you. He gives the men a nod and without a moment's hesitation,
0: they drag Toombs towards the edge of the roof.
2: This isn't the end, Osborne! I'll see you burn for this, you hear me? I'll see you broken, bleeding. I'll see you exposed for all the world. I'll show them what a monster you really are. Do you hear me, Osborne?
0: Toombs' face is red and twisted, veins bulging from his neck, spit flying from his lips. But even in his rage... He can't keep back the tears. Not even as he falls. Osborne! With that done, Osborne gives a yawn.
3: Thank you, gentlemen. You may go.
0: Desiree? He looks expectantly to his assistant, who, trembling slightly, brings him a large mug of coffee, careful not to spill a drop in spite of how badly her hands are shaking.
3: Thank you, my dear.
6: Will... Will that be all, sir?
0: Osborne sips his coffee, looking out over the city once again.
3: Not quite. Get me everything we have on Spider-Man...